You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hello and welcome to BNI, the Australian Story podcast. My name is Brent Edwards, Executive Director of BNI Melbourne South. I'm usually joined here by Veronica Lizamato, my co-host, but uh, once again, she's absent without a sub this week. It does happen every now and then, but sometimes people have to actually uh, earn their living instead of uh, recording podcasts with me. But uh, you'll be with me for the next uh, half an hour or so in this particular episode. And then, as usual, we'd like to uh, thank BNI Australia for sponsoring this podcast going forward. So just before we get into our guest today, and I'm really excited to uh, hear from our guest today. I think she's a bit of a super fan from... Uh, Speaking beforehand, she's she, we'll hear about that a little bit later. But um, yeah, just a just a few things been happening around the place lately, and and maybe some things that uh, our listeners don't know actually happens uh, within what we do. And firstly, it's an event I attended on Monday where we had a Gold Club members event, and our guest today was on that uh, Gold Club members event. We might even actually ask her about it a little bit later. And a Gold Club member is someone who sponsors six or more people into BNI. Uh, they get the recognition through BNI being a Gold Club member, and then there's levels after that for every six. And uh, those particular Gold Club members, uh, we had around 60-odd in a Zoom room on Monday around lunchtime, uh, doing a bit of networking, connecting with people from around the country, which was uh, a great opportunity for those people in breakout rooms to possibly make connections and build relationships outside of their own BNI chapter, which is uh, which is an added benefit of doing that. So check how many people you've sponsored. If you look that up, and you can check that on BNI Connect, if you look that up and and if there's uh, someone there who you think should have been attributed to you, let your executive director know and they can actually check that out because not everyone ticks a sponsor on the form when they put them in as well. A couple of the other things we've got in the calendar are our extra trainings for members like uh, a member success workshop series and advanced member success workshop series. They're always available and you can always uh, uh, jump into those for a bit more learning. Uh, this morning, I actually ran a, a member on-ramp session, new member on-ramp session with Bob Greener. And uh, we mentioned these to the new members who are on there, that there is always this additional learning and additional stuff we've got access to within BNI that's there for your membership. Now, whether you take it or leave it, um, that's okay, but it is always there. And if you want to actually go further and explore these things further, that is always there as well. <clears throat> also, a big tip to uh, check out bni.com, which is our global website. And if you scroll down the page, you'll see a lot of access to uh, networking blogs and tips from people around the world on uh, not just BNI, but business. And it's really useful to have. So with that in mind, I'd like to get to our guest for today. And our guest for today, yeah, we're going to southeast Queensland. And our guest for today is Tiffany Ernst from X Factor Plumbing. So welcome, Tiffany, to BNI, the Australian Story podcast. Thanks, Brent. Thanks for having me. So uh, you were telling me beforehand, you are the person who uh, puts our podcast onto everyone. And, 
and she has to get her each week. So tell us a little bit, little bit about what you do there before we get into finding out a bit more about you. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm actually the president of our chapter up in Toowoomba. So um, each week I Google Australian's latest podcast and I send that out in a weekly newsletter to everybody and ask them all to listen to the podcast because it's updated weekly. Um, they do it, they get a CEU point. So happy days for everybody involved. Um, and I really, I actually enjoy listening to everybody's stories. So um, and there is definitely a lot of take home from the Australian podcast and must admit, I like listening to the Aussie accent rather than the um, American one. <laughs> We get we get a bit of that feedback with the uh, with the American <laughs> accent, but you know, um, and oh, I've been known to butcher the English language a, a fair bit too. And uh, today we'll probably be the same, also. So, hey, welcome to our um, welcome to our podcast anyway. And it's great to have someone who shares it and really promotes us out there. And uh, you've been recommended to us from uh, Lisa Gill, who's your executive director out there, looking after Toowoomba. So it's fantastic. So. Um, Tell us, how long have you been a member of b and Tiffany? Sure. Um, so our business, X Factor, has actually been a member for seven years. Um, myself, personally, I've only been a member for five years. So, um, and a lot's happened in those five years. So. I love how yeah. it's just blase. I've only been a member for five years. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem five like that long. long. <laughs> five years is a long time. You think about what you were doing five years ago. That is a long time. Oh, 100%. <laughs> And obviously, you hold the category of plumber within your uh, within your chapter. And where can we find the um, BNI the range that you're a member of? Where can we find their meetings? We are in um, Toowoomba in Queensland, so up the top of the very up the top of the range. Um, so we're one of the two chapters that are in Toowoomba. So BNI the range is where we are. Um, so I think we're about a, an hour and a half drive from Brisbane. Yep. And is it a morning or lunchtime? Or um, yeah, so Wednesday mornings we meet. Um, so we always have brekkie because all of our members love a free brekkie. Um, or not a free brekkie, but they love a brekkie. So um, hot bacon and eggs we get every week. So that's where well, we are. You're more than welcome to come along. <laughs> well, you can actually fly straight in and out of Toowoomba now anyway, can't you? You can. Yeah, actually, airport. I did that when I flew down to the BNI conference. I flew from um, Toowoomba straight into Sydney, so it was good. Fantastic. And uh, a shout out to the person who invited your business or how did you find out about it? Um, so at the time, we were just a new business. Um, and I think we we're actually going to the bank to set up credit cards and things like that, being a new business. And the lady that was there at the time, she was um, a member of b and She's like, oh, look, I've got this great networking group. Come and have a have a look and, you know, see what you think. And basically the rest was history. So um, it was a no-brainer for us being a new business. Yeah, and uh, it was established already? Our business? No, the group. The group. Was oh, yeah, the sorry. Group the group has been established, yeah. I think, um, oh, look, I, I think it's about 15 years that the, the chapter's been running uh, in Toowoomba there. So, And we still actually have some of the founding members in the group now, which is really <laughs> nice to see. <laughs> and you partner in business with your husband, and your husband was the original member now. Yes. I know that didn't really start off too well. So can you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah, sure. So um, back in 2014, obviously when we um, first set up, my husband was the member, but 
he used to get so nervous that he couldn't eat his breakfast. Um, you know, he'd be so jittery that early everything would fall off the table because he's so nervous with public speaking. So um, that wasn't for him. He is happy to be out on the tools, um, public speaking and anything like that is not Carl's forte. He's definitely better at plumbing than, than public speaking, which is um, probably good. So I hear this lasted for about the, the first two years where he didn't, he was making excuses not to go. Pretty much. Because there's fear. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Like, so he would literally wake up and go, no, not going, not going. Membership committee would send us emails about why he didn't attend and all of this kind of thing. And um, so it got to a point where we actually put one of our tradesmen in as a member. But being a young tradesman, not a business owner, it just wasn't his thing. Like, you know, he would come, go, and we never really, uh, we never got that um trust or credit, uh, credibility from anybody because we were having people come, people go, nobody would show up and it just wasn't there. Like for me, I know how much you need to be there each week to get people's trust and that wasn't happening for two years. So it was really a um, probably a failed experiment on our behalf even joining. Like you were definitely weren't getting our return on investment. So that's where I stepped in. And, yeah, um, oh, I probably could have told you that. Oh, I've seen it happen so many times where the the business owner actually comes into the group and they just they they feel like it's taking away hours out of their day that they need somewhere else. But obviously, your partner's um, situation is a bit different. He just couldn't stand up in front of the group, so they'll tend to put in a, a staff member, which is really not engaged in the process or not engaged to and driven to actually work it to bring in those new business in a lot of in a lot of instances and um they're just there as a seat filler oh yeah i'm just getting sent along for breakfast i've got to do this thing and then they're held to account to by the chapter because they are filling that seat and you'll find that you know the the referrals drop off uh their credibility actually drops off within the chapter and the return on investment ultimately drops off and then the business looks at it and goes oh oh, this is not working. Well, yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's definitely how it was for us. Like, you know, nobody had our trust. Nobody had that because we weren't giving it to them. There was nobody there present as X factor each week. It was literally just this person or that person or no one would show up. So, um, you know, as a business, we we were making mistakes. Like we shouldn't have been part of B&I. We were literally just a seat filler, yeah. basically. And, you know, with, uh, with businesses that... Um, that have a um, you know a staff member in there can work, but if it's a staff member who's who, who's a who's in a managerial uh, area mm-hmm. or responsible for bringing in sales, that can really work. So um, you know if they're responsible, if that's their responsibility, and they know the benefits of doing that, and they know by working the network and being a part of it makes their job easier because the sales are coming in from that as well. But someone who's uh, who's who's an employee with no real investment in the future of what we're doing or, or what we're trying to achieve um, yeah. it really won't work. And, and I, yeah, I have, it's not the only time I've seen it. I've seen it many times over the years. And I actually saw it to a point in a, um, in a lunchtime chapter we had years ago, which was started by a lot of business owners. And then they moved out and put staff members in there. And guess what? They were turning over and at the time that, that, Group was turning over in their first year. They turned over $2 million worth of business. Yep. Uh, they were a 40-member chapter, and that was pretty high 
for, for what we were talking about back there, probably about 10 years ago. And uh, what happened was a few of them, oh, I got busy, I'll just get a staff member in, we're doing okay. But when the staff members came in, they sat there, they just were there virtually under sufferance yes. and um, they, were, they weren't really prepared like a business owner and they were... Um, when it came to referrals and everything, they weren't giving any referrals. And there was no real, no real energy in the room. And then when visitors came along, there were all these staff members there who had no enthusiasm about it, who were there under sufferance. It yeah. wasn't a good place to be or somewhere where someone wanted to join. So, you know, um, probably a key tip out of today, and that is um, <laughs> you got to have someone in the seat who's invested in, in what you want to achieve, which yes. is... Uh, very which much is really so. Good. So um, you took it on and you haven't looked back since. I haven't. So I actually, um, so in between all of this going on, we still had our staff member um, who was our member, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to take it on. Mind you, I think I might have been maybe six or seven months pregnant um, when I decided to do this. So um, I then had my baby and I'm pretty sure she was like maybe four or five weeks old I wheeled her in in my pram I sat at the back of the room I put my breastfeeding cape over and like that was it she used to sit there and I'd sit there and do my you know hour and a half and I'd make sure it worked so that was pretty much what I did um every week the baby was great she didn't make any noises which was good um I made sure everyone was okay with me taking her in um and yeah that's just how I started and obviously like it was a big a big commitment with a brand new baby as well as a new business. So, um, <laughs> yes, wow. a lot to I'll, do. I'll tell you what, that's that's absolute dedication with a six-week-old baby. Straight yes. Up. A lot of people used to say to me, how are you even functioning? I'm like, that's why they make coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so you, um, you obviously when the uh, if B and I are still around, when the baby's old enough to be a part of the business, it's it's been and B and I from virtually from yeah, year one. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> she can come along as my visitor or my sub when she's old enough, and I'm pretty sure she'll do better than me. <laughs> oh, that's that's an that's an amazing story, and, and kudos to you because uh, that's that's real like one dedication to making making it work but real dedication towards your own business as well um Thanks. yeah going to the point I, I can't imagine how awkward that is there a 7 a.m meeting you go to uh yeah 6 45 7 a.m yeah. <laughs> so i can't believe getting yourself organized you know a lot of people struggle just to get themselves organized for a seven o'clock meeting himself <laughs> Yeah, I know. And then I'd, I'd make sure I looked half presentable. So then I'd have to, you know, get up and put the makeup on. So I looked like I wasn't <laughs> lack of sleep for the night. But um, <laughs> yeah, so but like you say, that's, that's what I did for the business, because I knew I could see the potential in B&I. So yeah. So, so how does the group, um, because you're not the tradesperson, but you're, but you're one of the business owners, how, how did the group take you on there? Um, did you have to earn a? Did you have to earn your credit, the business's credibility back during that time? Yeah, a hundred percent, I did because, like, obviously there was um, a plumber in prior to us, so he had the reputation that everybody was used to. So I had to really claw back and try and get it. So it took about, I reckon, it took about a good six months of me um, really selling my. Yes, selling my business and basically selling, telling everyone in the chapter that they can trust me um, and they can trust my business. And I guess I also took on roles as a visitor host and, um, you know, treasurer and all of those things that 
would show people that I was invested in BNI. I wasn't just there to fill a seat each week and get everybody's referrals. And like, like I used to explain to everyone, I understand that, you know, you've probably had the same plumber for 30 years. While you might not personally use me, you can refer me to somebody who is looking for a plumber kind of thing or, um, you know, and it's the same for any business that joins. Someone might have had the same electrician for the same amount of time, but they can refer because we know that they're a good referral source, basically. So I'm interested, how'd you go doing one-to-ones and the like with a newborn? Uh, She used to just take them. (laughs) She didn't have a choice. She'd just come along. She was quite happy. She used to just happily come along. A lot of people were good because um, because we are only a small business. We just worked from home. So a lot of people did come to me, which was really nice. Um, but, yeah, I, or I tried to do it after B&I. So I didn't have to um, pack everybody up in the car and go home and then go back out again. So, but, yeah, it was interesting, let's say the least. Yeah, and you know what? It's um, getting around having... Uh, uh, having someone's partner usually, and you obviously do, do you do a bit of admin for the? For that's the that's my job. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm the admin. I'm the, I don't do social media, but I reply to everyone's comments on social media and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. And it's not real, believe it or not, in this day and age, it's not all that uncommon. And it is a really good setup if you've got someone who's who's good at what they do with connecting with the BNI group and working the system and and being invested in it. And even in our, I was thinking about it today when I was going over what you know the information that you forwarded to me that you know one of our biggest groups in this part of the world, well, biggest groups in Australia, um, BNI Flyers has got a, a plumbing company where. Um, where the the the, uh, the partners in the back end, the admin and the BNI member in the same group, there's a heating and cooling person uh, who does the same thing in there, and it's it's not as uncommon as you think. So, if anyone's sort of listening within that, uh, you know, and thinking of that, okay, I'm a bit overwhelmed, and you got someone who's a real key person in your business who can do this for you, and and has got the time to dedicate and work the system and build the relationships to bring in that that flow of business, that yeah. referral flow of business, um, that is always an option and yeah. uh, it is better than you're not turning up. That's right. And I always say to someone, like if I'm inviting them, say, you know, it is a tradie, I might say to them, I understand that you're the tradie, but I'm sure you have a wife or, you know, you have an admin lady. They're just as invested in your business as what you are. So why not send them along or both of you come and see if it's the right fit for you. We've had many people that have come that are husband and wife, so the husband's the trade and the wife is the admin. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty much sure that that's me. That's what I did. I went with Carl. I sat there one day. I used to have to go with him when he did his 10 minutes because he was that nervous. I'd have to stand beside him just to make sure that he was doing an okay job because he was so nervous. <laughs> but, um, you know, a tradie's wife or your admin lady or whoever you have is a perfect candidate for BNI because we have the time. You know, we have the time to go and have your one-to-ones, to go to the meetings and all of those things, whereas the tradies need to be on site from 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So um, how does this work for your business? You've obviously, your business has been in there seven years. Uh, Results-wise, um, how, how's it working for you? Look, um, it's probably the best thing we've done for our business, if I'm if I'm perfectly honest. Uh, I remember when we first started, everyone's like, oh, do you really want to be in this anymore? I'm like, I'm going to make it work. 
I'm going to make it work. So, um, and yeah, we've, we've grown our business. I'm just, I can't even think, I think I'm like up to 120,000 maybe for this year. So, you know, that in itself is, it, it says, how good B&I is really like um, obviously I'm not the builder of the group or anything like that but still plumbing everyone needs hot water systems everyone needs tanks and those types of things so um, we can definitely we've definitely grown I'm just checking my report yeah that's okay um and um yeah oh well absolutely and um you know we get a lot of people come on this podcast who say oh they see the B&I group they look around and go okay there's a bit of business going around here okay I can come along here Make friends, build relationships, and get a share of that a share of that going around. And you know, it may have looked, you know, in another situation like you know, over five years ago, if it wasn't workable, you know, if you hadn't stepped in, the business may have, you know, the business may have had to pull out and uh, and Definitely. not continue. Or worst case scenario, the membership committee might have made that decision for you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably where it was getting to. I think once, you know, you were getting, when we were getting those emails all the time saying, oh, we, you know, you weren't, you haven't attended, you've had three consecutive missed um, without a substitute and things like that. Um, I think that's where it kind of was like, I either need to pull our socks up or we need to be out the door kind of thing. So um, I guess that's kind of where I went into it and said, right, I'm going to give this 110% and hope that it pays off. And it, it really has, like, you know, um, and I don't know if I mentioned I we I had um, started the treasurer's position, I think it was. Yes, treasurer. Um, and then only a few weeks later, our daughter was diagnosed with leukaemia. So yeah. for us, that was um, a big thing. But B&I as a community were able to support me. So, you know, I had so much time off, but I was still, my category was still there for me when I got back basically due to the illness of my daughter so um for me that was a big thing that they it's like a little family really isn't it like when you stop and think about it it's just like a big well it's probably a big family and um Mm. everyone's got your back I'm I'm sorry to hear that and um is everything okay now oh yeah she's fine now yeah she's fine she's all in remission and everything's good but yeah so that was just it was a bit of a shock because I my daughter got sick and then the um, president had a stroke all in like a matter of a couple of weeks. I was oh, like, yeah. whatever's happened to the leadership team, I don't want to be involved in it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's only one person left at the front by the end of it. So. Oh, well. And, you know, that's a great thing that um, chapters have got each other's backs in this and, and that another level of support. And, you know, people don't see that until they hear the stories. That's and, right. Um, yeah, we say in B&I, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when someone's in a situation like that, you know, uh, these guys in our chapters, they all put in. And uh, case in point this week, we've got a uh, we've got a fundraiser for one of our members who's had a tough run with cancer and, you know, and trying to make ends meet because he can't work, hasn't been able to work for a while. And the groups got together and they're doing a trivia night fundraiser to, you know, to raise money for him and 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 help him out. And that's what good people do. We help that's out right. each other. 
and we help out our friends and our, our people in our, within our relationships and we do what we can for them. So Definitely. that's great to hear. Hey, this has been a great interview. I didn't think we'd go that far, Tiffany, but you've been no. you, you are an absolute you are an absolute star. So I have to thank, oh, thank Lisa you. for putting uh putting put me on to you. If if Veronica was here, it would probably be a one hour podcast the way we're going. I can see that. Actually, I really love how you were dedicated enough to even to go to the uh, national conference too. So Yes, I did. Actually, yeah, I, uh, that was something. So I haven't always been involved as heavily in BNI as what I probably have liked to, but now that the children are older and we're through all of the sickness and everything, I can do that. So um, it was really good. I loved it. It was it was nice because I got to be mum. I got to be Tiffany, not mum. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really good. I learned heaps. So. And I feel like a bit of a celebrity, like all these people, you're like, oh, there's Brent. Oh, I know. I listen to his podcast. <laughs> or there's Veronica, you know, and you see all these people like you you hear them, but you never actually wow. know who they um, are in person. Um, we're, no, we're no celebrities. <laughs> uh, Veronica's a celebrity. She's a professional entertainer. I'm just an executive director. So um, <laughs> what we ask everyone, uh, what would be your... Uh, success success tip, sorry, success tip for a uh, member to achieve success within B&I, Tiffany? Uh, so basically my thing is you need to be prepared to put 110 in to be able to get 110 back. So B&I wouldn't have all these policies and procedures in place if it didn't work. Um, so just like any successful business, you need to put the hard yards in and the same goes for B&I. Um, to, make, to make a successful member, you need to be prepared to step up and just give as much to B&I as you do to your own business. I love it. And uh, would you like to, we give everyone a chance to do their, their weekly presentation too, as you would know from listening to a podcast each week. Would you like to uh, sure. promote your business over here as well? Sure, I can do that. Um, so this is just a generic one that I read out when we have a lot of visitors in the room. So um, so good afternoon, Tiffany from X Factor Plumbing. Uh, so here at X Factor Plumbing, uh, we are a family-run business in Toowoomba and the Darling Downs. We specialise in all aspects of plumbing, ranging from major commercial projects to a sim simple leaking tap. Uh, with having six tradesmen, we our aim is to provide a prompt and efficient service as we understand the importance of maintenance issues being attended to as soon as possible. Uh, so at X Factor Plumbing, we have a strict policy in our company to go to all means necessary to arrange a time to rectify the issues at hand, which best suits the client. So old fashioned values we like to use in our company are honesty, well presented and reliability, um, as they are hard to come by these days. But we try our very best to uphold these values at all times. And when you call our office, you will always speak to myself, the business owner. So for all your plumbing needs, don't hesitate to give us a call. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, and a website or something uh, somewhere or details where people can find X-Factor Plumbing. Yeah, sure. So we've got, um, we have our website, which is www.xfactorplumbing.com.au, just the letter X, not EX, um, so just the letter X. Um, and then we're also on Facebook and Instagram. And I promise if you call me, I won't make you sing. <laughs> Fantastic. I was actually wondering where that come from. But, uh... I have had a lady actually once, she rang me and um, she said, I wasn't returning your phone calls because I thought you were going to ask me to sing. I said, no, <laughs> we're plumbers, we're not singers. <laughs> we got, we got uh, Steve, did you, I've oh, got Steve looking a bit blank. You knew the X Factor thing, you know, you're in the music industry, so, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> All right. So, um, Tiffany Earth, thank you for uh, being with us on BNI, the Australian Story podcast today. Uh, great to hear your story. Fantastic. You are a star. And uh, keep on pushing those podcasts out to your chapter. So, thank you I very will. much. Thank you so much for having me. And um, yeah, thank you again. And we'll talk soon. <laughs> no worries. Okay, just before we wrap things up here today, um, we are, I've got Veronica to throw me under a bus with a question today. So I may as well get on to my weekly tip because I hear everyone waits for that each week and uh, the tip for the week. So I want to talk about getting your network to understand your business today. And at B&I, we hear of members having a hard time building their network because they can't... Yeah, because members can't seem to understand or relate to their business. And it can usually be the case if the business you're representing is complicated or hard to understand for your fellow members. So um, for these members to begin to network efficiently, they need to find a way to explain their business in a way that people really understand. So there's a bit of advice here to anyone confused about how to clearly explain what it is that they do is to ask yourself, four questions and write down your answers. So you may wish to take a note of this. So question number one, the why. Why are you in business other than to make a living? Why do you like what you do? Why do you love what you do? How does your business serve others? Okay, that's a good thing to remember there before we're doing our presentation. Secondly, what do you sell? Most important, what are the benefits, not the features of what you sell, your of your products and services? Number three, who are your customers? So what are your target markets? And really important here to be as specific as possible with this, uh, look for segments of your business to determine a niche or niches you prefer to work with there. And number four, what are your core competencies? What do you do best? How well do you compete in the marketplace? And how do you stand out from your competition? And if you answer these questions, it will help you explain what your business is all about and make you more effective and implementing um, b and in your referral system by communicating this to your team. So um, that's episode 96 in the can today, as usual. Thank you, Steve, our producer, for coming on board again today. I'm sure Veronica will be back next week. And thank you, Tiffany, for joining us. And we'll, you'll hear from us next week on b and the Australian Story Podcast. See ya.